Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis is the chief guest at the annual Raisina Dialogue that started in New Delhi today. This would be the third consecutive year of having a European guest at the summit. Delhi has hosted European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen in 2022 and Italian PM Giorgio Meloni in 23. The business delegation that is accompanying the Greek Prime Minister will visit Mumbai and Bangalore and will explore economic opportunities in various sectors from construction to manufacturing, food and beverages, defence, renewable energy sources, high technology, agriculture, shipping and tourism. Mitsutaki's visit marks a significant upgrade to India-Greece bilateral ties, something that is not discussed often. It also builds on Delhi's strategic outreach to Southern Europe and the Mediterranean within the expanding diplomatic footprint in Europe at large. But first, I hope you know that we are no strangers. India and Greece are among the world's oldest democracies, both being ancient cultures and civilizations that have reinvented their ethos through various epochs. Early Greeks knew of River Ganges and called it Phison. The great Greek political philosopher Plato knew of the Indian tradition of uh, mystic meditations. You know, his uh, celebrated work, uh, The Republic, concludes with a reflection on the transmigration of souls, which has an indelible mark of Indian spiritualism. From modern era trade to the fascinating chronicles of Alexander the Great, linkages with ancient Greece were significant in ancient India. But despite sharing such a rich history of cultural and economic exchanges, the ties between the two countries never moved beyond a point, at least until now. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has carved the space to upgrade the ties between the two countries to a strategic partnership that is suitable to today's fast-changing geopolitical context. His efforts have opened up new pathways of cooperation amid fresh challenges. And these pathways are really interesting. From India's perspective, Greece was the only natural ally with whom strategic cooperation had not been given the same attention as uh, Cyprus, Italy, Spain and France. For the first time in 40 years, an Indian Prime Minister visited Greece when Modi went to Athens in August of 23, where he was rightly conferred with Greece's Grand Cross of the Order of Honour, the country's second highest civilian honour. So this upgradation to a strategic partnership was built on the groundwork laid by External Affairs Minister S. J. Shankar in 2021 when he paid an official visit to Greece. The following year, the Greek parliament ratified the International Solar Alliance, which is a treaty-based organisation that was proposed by Modi in 2015. It was also in March 2022, uh, Jayashankar's visit was returned by his then Greek counterpart. This slew of developments has been instrumental in enhancing ties between the two countries. Uh, it opened new vistas to expand areas of convergence in not only trade and joint military exercises, but also connectivity projects, which could help in the full utilization of Greece's strategic location as a gateway to Europe for India and the Gulf countries. You know, the much-touted India-Middle East-Europe Economic Corridor, the IMEC, was conceived on this very logic of connecting diverse geographies of South Asia, West Asia to Europe through high fine Israel and Piraeus in Greece. The region is prospective 
yet contested pathway for new competing intercontinental connectivity corridors. If you remember, many had written off the IMEC when Hamas's brutal attack on Israel on 7th October put the normalization process on hold. But remarks made by Indian Finance Minister Nirmala Sita Raman in the parliament and Prime Minister Modi in UAE during his recent visit there have roused fresh interest in the project. It is likely to be back on track once the situation in the Middle East starts to improve slowly. But there is more to this geopolitics beyond collectivity. So Northern Cyprus uh, declared independence in 1983 with Turkish support, sealing the fate of the region in a perpetual disquiet. The power balance in the Eastern Mediterranean has been fragile ever since. India has supported the commitment to a bicommunal, bizonal federation based on United Nations resolutions. Now, Delhi's official position on Cyprus is welcomed by Athens, which also backs India's bid for a permanent seat at the United Nations Security Council and shares common interest in current global order. Moreover, Greece has shown solidarity with India during critical international agreements relating to the Nuclear Supplies Group, the NSG, the Australia Group, the Missile Technology Control Regime, the MTCR, and the Wasinan Arrangement. In recent years, the Eastern Mediterranean has become more militarized and geopolitically fraught. Already divided over Greek and Turkish populations of Cyprus, Greece and Turkey have locked horns over the ownership of gas fields in the Eastern Mediterranean. Since at least 2020, the situation has flared up even more with both sides escalating military deployments in the region. The tensions in the Eastern Mediterranean are directly relevant to New Delhi when one considers Turkey's support to Pakistan on Kashmir especially and at the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, the OIC. India has been miffed by Turkey's support to Pakistan's attempts at internationalizing of the Kashmir issue. Ankara's criticism of the abrogation of Article 370 was also met with indignation in Delhi, which has responded by counterbalancing the Pakistan-Turkey axis by expanding outreach in Turkey's own backyard by improving defense relations with countries like Greece and Cyprus. Against the backdrop of the Ukraine war and the subsequent improvement of US-Turkey ties, Athens and Istanbul, both NATO members, have vowed to improve bilateral ties. In fact, in the latest development, Turkey and Greece have said to join the European Sky Shield Initiative in Eastern Europe. But all of that does not alter Turkey's position on either Pakistan or Kashmir. Furthermore, China's economic dominance in Greece and the larger region makes it imperative for India to step up its own game. Lest it is forgotten, it was China that had bailed out a financially ailing Greece after the infamous Greek financial crisis of 2009, which spread to other parts of the Eurozone later. At the time, China exploited the opportunity to deepen its foreign investment in a fiscally outstretched Greece and from there to other parts of Europe. Greece became the first European country to join Beijing's ambitious Belt and Road Initiative, the BRI, and the Port of Piraeus became its hub. Even today, Chinese companies own operations at Piraeus. Now, with renewed economic confidence, Greece is looking for ways to untangle itself from Chinese overinvestments. 
It is true for other signatories to the IMEC as well who are looking for trade diversification from China. Improved economic performance during the two terms of the current Prime Minister Mitsotakis has raised Athens' credit rating to investment rate. In the second quarter of 2023, the country recorded the second fastest GDP growth in the European Union and looks poised to tap the potential of India's massive economic clout. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about defence and security vectors. India-Greece defence ties have upgraded from what they were in 1998 when the first MOU on defence cooperation was signed. This was followed by joint programs of the two militaries and periodic visits of Indian warships at the Sauda Bay, with the latest round having taken place in July 23. In April, the Indian Air Force for the first time participated in multinational exercises hosted by the Hellenic Air Force with four Su-30, Sukhoi-30 and two C-17 aircrafts. In September 2023, four Greek F-16s had their maiden participation in Tarang Shakti, which is India's largest air exercise. The co-training of Indian and Greek pilots and the familiarization with Greek F-16s, you know, these are the jets that are the backbone of the Pakistani Air Force, may actually prove useful for Delhi. A dialogue mechanism has also been agreed upon between the two countries' respective national security advisors or the NSAs. What could be of deep interest to India is defence industry cooperation with Greece, which is upgrading its military arsenal. Actually, Greece plans to invest about 10 billion euros over the next few years in the procurement of sophisticated aircraft and armament. The US recently approved the foreign military sale, the FMS, to Greece for up to 40 F-35 fifth-generation fighter aircraft. Athens and Delhi can explore India's vibrant defence industry ecosystem to jointly produce and export a variety of defence equipment. Finally, with one of the largest fleets of merchant vessels, Greece could be a useful addition to India's engagement in the Indo-Pacific, the goal being to uphold freedom of navigation with like-minded partners. India-Greece ties are mutually beneficial in sync with geoeconomic and geostrategic currents with a strong mooring in civilizational links. The vast unexplored potential beckons. I'll be back to discuss that and more. Stay tuned.